0: Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today we have a special guest, Daniel Jackson, who's a spirit medium. He's the host of Beyond the Veil podcast and so many more interesting conversations that Daniel and I have had already, so I can't wait to see where this is going. How you doing today, Dan?
1: I'm doing great, Dave. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing awesome.
1: Can't complain. Energy's high. Oh, you can complain if you want to. You're an adult. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I know that, but it's all good. And you know, when energy's yeah. high, that's exactly what you got to tap into. Tap into that high energy.
1: Absolutely. When you feel good, uh, do the best you can to not only feel good about yourself, but try to help people around you so they can feel good about themselves as well.
0: Exactly, uh, and that's what sort of this podcast is all about. It's not only about the the peace and love. It's <clears throat> making sure that we find that we're all in it together and what we've gone yes. through. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but, way be, way before the president said that uh, about uh, COVID, that oh we're all in this together. We have always all been in this together because we are all we have. I I like to tell people all the time, you know, we all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon. We better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other. We don't want that to happen. We we are all we have. So, you know, let let's let's tear down the walls. I mean, you know, the back in the day, you know, Reagan was telling Gorbachev, tear down the wall. But you know, we have. Now we're trying to put walls up around this country, and and it just it just doesn't make sense. When do we start to get along? You know, when do we stop segregating ourselves from ourselves? We have to let that go and start working together. You know.
0: Yeah, that's the exact part. And I just had uh, you know an inter- I was interviewed on a, on a show, and they were asking me about that, and I said we're all one. Uh, I mean, yeah. energe- energetically. You know the the things. That's why I talk about Ho'oponopono, pono, Right. So the things I need to heal in myself. If I if I notice a flaw in somebody else, that means I have to heal it within myself first, because there's that right. flaw that's within me. We're all universal energy, and that's right.
1: We have to learn to let that go. I mean, they they, they may, maybe it's just what works for me doesn't doesn't always work for them, and what works for them doesn't work for me. And when I when I pick up on that. Maybe the first thing I need to do is say, hey, you know what, I, just, I need to let that go and just accept that person for who they are. And then hopefully we can uh, come together as a, and with a common thing and, and then grow together instead of individually.
0: Exactly. Uh, it's all about growth, and that's what it is. And so you've grown. I mean,
1: go ahead. But You're correct about the everything is one because, uh, as I know, as what they tell me, uh, all is one and one is all.
0: And, and that was sort of where I was going to lead to. So uh, the, the, the they. Um, Sorry, sure Dave. <laughs> uh, you read my notes. Uh, so so the they, the, the, you know, you're a spirit medium. And, and you haven't, well, you've always had the ability, but you never accepted that part. So could you explain to us, you know, who the they is and how you've gotten along the journey of this?
1: Um. They are what we refer to as archangels. Uh, they are not men with wings. They don't have wings. They don't look like men with wings. They, you know, they're not walking around with a shield and a sword and a and a sword in their hand. And <clears throat> they're not fighting a battle up in heaven, uh, especially because you know all the stories out there. They, you know, religion, all those people, whatever they want to say. Oh, they're fighting a battle in heaven. They're fighting. but. They also tell us at the same time that demons and devils stay in hell, and everyone else stays in heaven. So if they're staying in hell, and they're in heaven, why would they be having a battle in heaven? With who? Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not there. They're somewhere else. So, <clears throat> yeah, no. Okay. So yeah, uh, they are uh, what we refer to as archangels. Uh, I see them every day. I didn't see them in the very beginning uh, as what I do now. I saw them uh, just as these, these bright lights uh, standing next to me, especially in a dark room. <clears throat> um, they, uh, I see them during the day. Like when I'm staring here right now looking at you, I see them right now. If you've ever seen someone smoking a cigarette and you see the little cigarette coming off, the, uh, the smoke coming off, like look, like little petals, that's what I see. I see that right here all the time. It never goes away. Uh, But at nighttime or in a dark room, I see them. And like I said, in the very beginning, it was these glowing figures, and they would be around me. And if I would turn my head just a little bit, uh, it would just it would follow me. I wouldn't be able to see them fully. But it's because I wasn't ready to see them fully because I I, I didn't understand them fully. Uh, But I do now. Uh, But now I see them and they're all standing around me and I can see their faces. And uh, if people saw what they looked like, it would probably scare them. Uh, uh, What I see, uh, so I'll say some of the names uh, we have for them, which is not their real names because we cannot pronounce their real names. But we cannot actually pronounce our real names, too, which is our sole name. The names that we have here, like Daniel and David are just are given human names. Uh, and because we, God did not create words. He gave us an ability to make sound. And from sound, we created words. So this is how we recognize each other. But our initial names is more of a sound, a vibrational thing, because that's what your soul is. Your soul is a vibration. It's uh, You're just at a higher vibration and we're stuck in this thing. So we're at a little bit mm-hmm. lower vibration. But yes, their names are, uh, Just the names Raphael, Uriel, uh, I'm thinking one that looked like this because they all look different. Ezekiel, uh, I have one named Manos, um, two Raphaels, actually, that I know. Uh, I don't know all their names, but uh, I know how many I have with me. So, um, and how many archangels do I have with me? All of them. I have every single one of them. There's thousands of them. We can't, like I said, pronounce their names. But what do they look like? When I see them standing around me, like I have a seven-foot staying standing in, standing in the room with me, that's what they look like. <clears throat> Archangel Michael does not have blue eyes. Uh, everyone thinks he has blue eyes, and, and so, no, uh, Archangel Michael looks like what I would perceive as, to me, a hybrid moose. He looks like a half moose, half horse. He's got a long body uh, with really short hair on it, but he's got uh, his head is wide, doesn't have antlers, but uh, has big floppy ears, has these eyes that almost look like wolf eyes, uh, and they're kind of brownish red. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, that's what I see, and I, and I see them every day. Uh, that It doesn't go away when I'm in a dark room, but when I go to bed at night or if I'm in my meditation room, that's what I see. And um, I know because they are also... Uh, touching me at the same time. So when I get answers from them, <clears throat> taking my glasses off, uh, I get touched along my face, and I get touched around here by my eyebrows, I get all of these different touches from different ones, I know exactly who's doing it at the time, because uh, from the trial and error of learning who was doing it in the very beginning it was only two of them. But then each time a new touch came in, I would say, is that someone new? And then I would get this yes i'd get uh and i was like oh do i know their name no can you tell me their name and all of a sudden boom name would come in i was like okay and i got the name uh i only get one answer for no it feels like a tears running down my face like that hmm. but everything else is a yes answer and i uh like i said started out with two now i have 16. uh i know exactly who, who's doing it like right here i feel this vibration right here and like a little letter l and that's uh, that's that's Michael who's touching me for that. But each one of them touches me, and uh, when I see them up and I'm and I'm talking to them, I ask them a question, and I'll I will talk to that specific one and then get an answer from them in the manner that that one touches me uh, in that way. So I know exactly who's doing it all the time. Um, uh, the, the best part about that is um, when they are touching me, when I'm I'm. Getting answers like if I'm doing a reading for someone and someone asks me a question and they're not asking me a truthful question, spirit tells me that, and I ask and I ask them right away: Is this person telling me the truth? And I get, no. And I go, oh. So then I stop the reading and I say, "Um, you need to ask me truthful questions. You can't ask me questions that you want to manipulate to get your own truth because it doesn't work that way. I tell them you can't lie to spirit, and you can't lie to me either. So. Because I, I can only tell the truth one way. Can't tell it 50 ways until one way suits you. And then they look at me and they go, oh, how'd you know that? And I said, because I'm the medium. That's how I know that. You can't lie to the Spirit. You're asking me to get answers from angels. They're talking to me. There you go. When I get angel, answers from angels, who am I really getting the answers from? God. They are, uh, archangels are the right hand of God. Uh, there is a hierarchy within Spirit as well. Um, it goes, God, archangels, what archangels call lesser angels. They're not lesser of a being. They just have a lesser responsibility. And then you have uh, spirit guides, regular spirit, us, because spirits we are connected to a spirit. We all have a soul. We all are a soul. No one has a soul. You are a soul. And then you have lower negative energy spirit. It's not that they are all horrible uh, entities where they are. They just chose not to go into the light and remain here as an earthbound spirit. That's the only difference. So there are a lot of them there who are negative and horrible. But, you know, we have horrible people here as well. We know them as being negative energies as well. But, yeah, I see archangels all day long. I know who they are. I know what they are. I know what they do for everyone else and what they do for me. And when I see them, it doesn't scare me because I know who they are. Because right. It's that familiarity. You, uh, it's that familiarity. Yeah, you, you, and, and, and you've built up that
0: relationship. with Yes.
1: Yes. And it took a long time, but not real long. I just found out I was this a medium five years ago and I'm only 55. Uh, and it came through right before I turned 50. Uh, and I've seen spirit my entire life. I just didn't know why. Uh, and I saw the, I'd be riding down the road, Dave, in my car and get this chill up my spine. I was like, what the heck's going on here? I'm connecting. With, what's going on here? And I turn around, graveyard. Mm. I pick up on everything. When I say I see spirit, I don't just see uh, people. I see dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish. I see other beings from other places. and And some of them I look at and you would say, yeah, that's a monster. But to me, I say, no, it's just that's what they look like where they come from. Because right, and that's—I
0: have- mean—that's like with humans, also, right? I mean, let-
1: absolutely. I was about to say that. Okay, <laughs> yes.
0: I, I, see, I—I I, I tapped into your energy.
1: Good uh, for you. Or, or you allowed?
0: <laughs> no, it, it, how it doesn't matter how we look. It, it, it's the—it's the inside. It's that soul piece <gasps> that we talk about.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so, because we know so f- people in this world. We would consider Hitler to be a monster. He doesn't look like one, but we—we we know what he did, and we consider that to be a monster. But uh, yeah, we just—we're uh, all different. But we're all the same, just as we are. They are here to help us and help us try to get everyone else on board to help each other. That's what they're here for.
0: Well, that's a, that, right. It's, it's like Ram Dass says, I use often, uh, we're all walking each other home. And, yes, you know, that, that's the important part. the
1: ultimate part. goal. Yeah. The, the ultimate goal is we're here to learn lessons and fulfill a purpose. But the, the purpose is the main thing. And they want us to fulfill that purpose. They would like us to get it all done in one shot, but we don't. People just don't because life gets in the way. Our ego gets in the way free will, even though God gave us free will, uh, to make decisions that all gets in the way. And then we don't fulfill our purpose enough. So people, they call it reincarnation. It's you're just coming back to, to get that done, to, to learn the lessons and fulfill the soul's purpose. And, uh, and then when you get done with that, you bring it back home because we've all been home. Well, I haven't, but we've all been home uh, to report back. And then you find out at that point, if you have fulfilled your purpose or not enough, basically punching your dance card. And then if you have, you get to stay. And if you haven't, you just have to come back again. That's all. It's pretty simple.
0: Right. You keep learning, uh, which is what we should be doing anyway as as growth. Yeah. Right. So, uh, my guess is where where we go home. Uh, it, it's a it's a, that even that is a growth opportunity, and uh, it, it's an expansion of our souls. Would that be right? Oh, uh, yep. You froze for a second. So
1: yeah, you. So did you? <laughs> okay. I, yeah,
0: I never know where uh, which which way it goes. Um, so I'll ask the question again. So when our souls go, we, we go to that next level. If we have done enough on this level, uh, we level up and I in guess, a sense,
1: in a sense, you're, you're just going to another place. You're just, you're, you've, you've finished learning the lessons you've learned here and, and fulfilled the purpose. And yeah, you're just going to the next place. There's only two places to go. Uh, you're either crossing over the, into the light, which is just another high energy place. And once you get there, And if you get to stay, you can go and do anything that you want to do at any place. It's a little bit different. It's not as physical as as this place is, because this is a teaching world uh, for souls to learn things. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't cross over there, Mm -hmm. you just remain here as an earthbound spirit. And a lot of them do. And I talk to them. The reason I'm able to see them as well Is because that's my main gift they gave me, but not a gift per se, because it comes. It's not actually a gift. You're not given this each time in your lifetime. It comes through with your soul. We all have this ability, but some of us are meant to uh, more or less be, become teachers, and some of us are just not. And uh, th- so you you are given this uh, with your soul. It remains with some people. Some of us wake up in our lives with it, and we, and some of us don't wake up, and maybe they'll wake up the next time. Uh, I've been told that I've woken up every single time, but it's because of what my job is here to do. Um, and my job here is I cross spirit over into the light. But the light that I'm crossing them over into is me. And what I mean by that is the light, when, when you pass away, <clears throat> you'll stand up out of your body. You'll look, oh, I don't need that anymore. <clears throat> you'll take a step to the left. You'll look to the right. You'll see a light that's going to turn on. That's your personal light. Everyone gets one. It's up to you to choose whether or not you're going to go in. It's not about uh, asking for forgiveness or asking for, uh, you know, pay a penance here or anything like that. <clears throat> God gave you free will for many things as far as also with this. So you choose to go in or you choose not to go in. And if you choose not to go in, you just remain here. And I talk to them. They talk to me all the time. In order to cross over into the light, you have to be able to let go of all your pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all the things that you learned here. Because you didn't come into this world with it. And you don't have to leave with it either. But some of them don't want to do that. They want to stay here because they know when you stand up out of your body, you're going to get all the perfect memories of your life here. But you're also going to get all the perfect memories of every single life you've had before this. When you know that, when you get up out of your body and you go, man, I remember when I was six. Wait a minute. I remember when I was six, like 20 something times. Wait a minute. If I've been here 20 something times, that means there's a possibility I might have to come back again. And a lot of them don't want it. So they just remain here. The unfortunate part with that is whatever age that you pass away, if you remain here as an earthbound spirit, you will remain that age. If you're 79 and all crippled up, you're not in any pain, but you're still all crippled up. And you can't move around as easy as some of the other spirit can. But it's a choice, and they chose that instead of having to possibly come back again. Because when you've been here 25 30 times you know all your lives were very hard sometimes and and when they're hard like that do you really want to experience that again if you had a really hard time at one specific job that you had here while you're living on earth and you know you never want to do that job again and there's a possibility that you might have to come back and do that whole job over again you may say to yourself I don't want to do that. Well, I guess, so, the, the,
0: so, so with the learnings that you would have, <clears throat> would did you be able to change? So, you know, not obviously, but, you know, I'm not the person. So you, you're not the person you were even five years ago. Uh, right. And so you, you, you've learned, you haven't learned this lesson all the time in all your lives. Yeah. Would that be yes. accurate?
1: Uh, absolutely. Because yeah. each time that you're coming back, you're coming back to learn lessons that, if you didn't learn them the last life, you're going to come back and learn a little bit harder ones the next one. Right, and, and, <coughs> and, that, and that's really where I'm going mm-hmm. is. So yeah.
0: we, we, we do, we are able to move on if we learn the lessons, if we choose, right? That, that's that free choice. I mean, Absolutely. You know, the, with, with the free choice, that's where it's really so empower, empowering is when you yeah. learn the lessons and if you can learn them as quickly as you could. Now, when yeah. when you when you sit with a client, uh, so how do you you obviously give them a reading, but do you make any suggestions on how they could move forward?
1: Yes, I do all the time because I tell them more or less uh, everything in your life you're going to do. There's no right and wrong. There's no ethic failures. There's no mistakes. There's none of that stuff. There's only two choices you're actually ever going to make for your entire life for everything, and those two choices are what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, quit doing it. But an example for that is if you walk through a door and there's a nail in the floor and you trip over the nail, what's the lesson to learn? Go get a hammer, bang the nail in, and then you can walk through that door freely the rest of your life. But as you and I know, both know, Dave, there are people who continue to trip over that nail for the rest of their lives because they don't learn lessons very well. They can't figure out that, Oh, I dated the same five guys. You know, they're they're just exactly alike. And why isn't this working out for me? Oh, oh, I, oh, there's a new guy, and then they find out he was just like the other guy because they they can't break the cycle. Well, because it, it's I'm
0: all the that. cycles are, are built into our brain <clears throat> and to our soul, right? It's yeah. I mean, there's a there's a piece of that a, a, as well as why Absolutely. we keep repeating things until we learn the lesson. And at some point, yes. uh. You know, again, you can keep banging yourself on your head on the wall, and that's you know, after a while, it 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 feels good because you're just used to that pain. Uh, But it doesn't necessarily fix any of the problem. Or even your analogy with with the nail, you can go, "Oh yeah, I think you know, when I walk through this door, it's always I always step on the nail, Mm -hmm. and you can leave it there. You can choose to remove it, like you said, grab a hammer, bang it in, or just take take the nail out. You know, it's like
1: it's like if you're driving down the street in your car and you see you get pulled over by a police officer and then and it's in this one spot and you may only get pulled over one time. But every time you drive down that street, you go, oh, crap, I better slow down because that cop might be there again. Yep. Yeah. It's all, it, it, you get a or you get a ticket 10 times. <laughs> so, yeah, it's,
0: it's all about the learning and what you what you, what you choose to do. Um, yeah,
1: and it is and you exactly, got it exactly right because you choose to do it it's a, the analogy i use for people all the time is like if if you were my best buddy dave and you say you were an alcoholic and i would say hey dave you know what i'll take you to classes i'll, I'll take you to aa i'll keep you away from alcohol even though it's going to be hard to do because there's alcohol everywhere but <clears throat> i'll help you through this but until you choose to stop drinking no matter what i say or do isn't going to make a difference you have to be a part of it you have to you know god helps those to help themselves not really God already helped you once. He put you here, but he wants us to figure out the rest. So, uh, but you have to be proactive in your life or you can just be one of those people who sits around with your thumb up your butt and does nothing all day, just waiting for things to happen. It's not coming.
0: Right. That That's the whole thing. Uh, you know, people all these vision board people and, and you know, law mm-hmm. of attraction. All those things do work, though what you have to do, the part that they don't tell you about is the action piece. So again, right. you, you could you bring that's the hard part is everybody can come up with plans all you want, but it's the action piece. And if you don't take action on everything you do, nothing will actually succeed. Because right. that's the that's where the larger movement comes into play is by doing the action. So when you first so five years ago, how did you start accepting that all these things that you saw, right? Because because you weren't believing. You're you're a fifty year old man and you know, m- like most of us, like you know, be like, all that stuff could be hokey. All that stuff could be not believed. But until what made you believe?
1: Um, I, <clears throat> well, even before that, I've seen a lot of things. I was also spoken to a couple times. I was riding down the road one time, coming home from work on my motorcycle, and I had some music playing, mm-hmm. and on an mp3 player and then all of a sudden the, in, the music inside kind of slowed down it like a like a tape player would you know you remember that yep I it, do. Went, <laughs> it slowed down and when it did that all i saw, then i heard a voice that said everything's going to be okay my son and i was like what 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 <laughs> and i and also i turned back on again i pulled over i was like i went home with that mp3 player knowing the exact exact song that i was listening to tried to listen to it over and over again it, i couldn't recreate it Right. I, I knew did. something. Something was going on here, and, and that—that's not the first instance of that. And all the spirit I'd seen, uh, I've seen—I've seen so many crazy things. Was, was with a girlfriend one time. We were watching TV, and 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 she was at the foot of the bed, and I was at the. We were watching Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I remember that. And the, this big white thing, cloudy thing, like maybe three feet long, about two feet thick, snaked its way out of the closet across the room and got all and then just disappeared and i was like and my girlfriend turns around she says did you see that i was like yeah let's get the heck out of here i mean i've seen so many things but after a while it just becomes normal i could tell everybody you know you remember when we were kids and mom and dad fed us green beans and we thought we hated them and then 30 years later we like green beans why because (laughs) we got used to it you know and i know i use crazy analogies but um but I was seeing so much stuff all the time. You just get used to it. But then I got married to my now wife that you met, and uh, she uh, she went away on vacation for two weeks. And then for those two weeks, I saw everything imaginable that you could ever think of that was in a scary movie. I saw green and red mist pouring out of the walls. These skulls were floating around the room. They had red eyes and fangs. Uh, Seven foot skeletons walking around the room. Uh, all kinds of crazy things. This hat man, this wall of blackness appeared in my basement. My cat was down there and I said, hey buddy, come on, it's time to come up. He looked at me, he looked to his right, I looked to my left and I was like, what? And this wall of blackness appears and this man walks out of it. Big wide rim hat, long coat, perfect stride, no feet, and just walks across the room, goes right through the wall, disappears, I turn back around, the wall just goes, done. And I looked at my cat and I was like, but when I was seeing that, I was like this. I just went, <laughs> what so, was that? But, but was, how, how did
0: you know that this was going to be your purpose <clears throat> now in life? Uh, because, you know, you relocated, and, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But how did you know that this was going to be one of your purposes in life <clears throat> to, to get that message out there, to make sure because that people hear it? Sure.
1: I had a paranormal group come to the house. They got all kinds of evidence, so much evidence. They were scared. They didn't want to come back. Uh, I sought out mediums, and that's where the trick was. I sought out five different mediums. Each one of them didn't know each other, and each one of them told me the same story about me. One of them in particular, I called her for like uh, like two weeks prior, and then she said, well, just come out to my show because I want you to see how I do it. I didn't understand what she meant by that, but I do now. So I go to this, I buy tickets, go to the show, didn't tell her I was coming. <clears throat> she stands there and she said, and then as I walk into the room, she does one of these. She's just looking at me like she picked me out. I didn't tell her I was coming. <clears throat> I sit down. She starts talking to the crowd. She, and she reads eight people. Second person she reads is me. She said this one spirit just kept coming through, wouldn't leave her alone. She said, his, his name is Robert. He has on a flannel shirt, but sometimes a, a, a white t-shirt and sometimes a suit when he goes to work. Uh, and then he's showing me uh, a picture of some some prison bars, uh, a school bus and somebody with scrubs on and a, a stethoscope. And she said, is this, does this resonate with anybody? And I raised my hand. I said, yeah. She said, well, I said, my My father's name's Robert, but he goes by Bob. She said, yeah, he says Bob, too, a lot. I said, yeah. I said, uh, he wears flannel shirts a lot around home, uh, white T-shirts, but he wears a business suit. She says, okay. So she said, anything else with the other stuff? I said, yeah. I just went to school for medical records, and now I work in a prison. (laughs) And she said, well, that explains the bars. I said, yeah. And then she asked me one question. She said, uh, who is Sarah? Sarah. And I said, Sarah, I, said, I have a niece named Sarah, and there's like 50 people in this room, and I'm just, I'm speaking them. And she says, No, not that Sarah, the one who had to make the big, big decision for your dad, uh, for your dad to, to pass. And I went, Oh, you mean to pull the plug? She said, Yeah. I said, That's my mom's middle name, Sarah. Hmm. How the hell would she know that? Yeah, you know, I that, don't know.
0: Yeah, that's the incredible part about. When you when you experience a medium, you know, being a r- red and not telling you anything, right. that's the part that you're like, all right, <clears throat> there's got to be something there. And the more you do it, the more that just random stuff comes up. Uh, I, you know, I yeah. had a reading one time where uh, my dad had come through. He had just transitioned within a couple of months. And, uh, you know, I told a couple of people the story, but I didn't – obviously not the medium. And they're saying that when I was moving things out of his house – that uh, he tripped me, he pushed me, and uh, and and he, he so, so, so he, he's te- he's telling me this, he's telling us the story, and that was his validation. He goes, because I swore that I felt like a hand on my shoulder as I'm carrying all this liquor out of the house. Uh, I mean, that's really what it was, and
1: yeah.
0: and I'm like, I had walked out of the house a million times at this point, uh, carrying stuff out, cleaning up the house, and I felt that I was like pushed. I felt something on yeah. my shoulder, and. Yeah, absolutely. Then sure. during the reading, and it was a group reading, so it wasn't just a private reading. Nobody knew right. my situation. You could
1: have picked anybody, right? Yeah,
0: and, and they were like, yep. And they go, something about the cement. And I go, yep, flat-faced on the cement. I go, so I, I, I get it, yes. And they go, no, no, he pushed you. He, he Like, he, you know, he made sure that you didn't get hurt. But, <laughs> but,
1: but he wanted to make sure you knew it was him.
0: Yep, yep, so... uh uh, yeah, so you know, it, it's always interesting when you when you experience things like that, and that's one of the things that we talk about because it's it's that universal energy. Uh, you know, that's why I was really I- intrigued with you know always talking to some mediums, and we'll have some more mediums on 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 the show. But I, I love that idea of we're all not alone. Uh, no, and, we're and, not alone, and and you might not see it. So I I know that I've. Uh, read a, a few people uh, because I was going for a class in it for a little while and then it scared me because I did read uh, a, a Complete Stranger and I was like whoa, that's not what I wanted to do and, and I, I want to hone my talents in other ways and not that. So how
1: did you know sure, that... Because it's not for everybody, I, I understand that, And, and I have uh, <clears throat> come across a lot of people who they bring, whenever I do interviews or whenever I do readings for people, so they just... They bring, Spirit brings these people to me so I can try to help wake them up as well and see if they want to move forward with their with their abilities as well. Some of them do, but most of them don't because they're afraid.
0: We'll be back in a moment.
1: Beep, beep, beep.
2: We are interrupting this show to tell you about our podcast with a very special announcement. Hey, folks. I hope you're enjoying your podcast, which you're listening to right now. But I would like to tell you about another one. We are Sounds Like Autism. Produced by Launchpad 516 Studios, which is full of impactful programming. It's the podcast that celebrates neurodiversity by speaking to the people who are helping to create a more inclusive world. I am Dave Thompson. I am an educator and an innovator and a leader within the space of helping the world become a more inclusive place for neurodivergent people as a neurodivergent self-advocate myself. And my co-host Josh Mursky is an incredible, hardworking, big picture dude who is on the autism spectrum and super stoked to spread his message of inclusion along with me.
0: We've had folks on from all over, all walks of life, all over the country and more.
2: You don't need to be someone who is autistic yourself or have skin in the game, you don't need a family member or a neighbor who is autistic. You probably have one, but you don't need any of that to get stoked on neurodiversity and inclusion. We're confident that if you give us a shot, if you join us on our journey, that you'll be a lifer and you'll be fully invested in this mission. We are just so delighted and honored to have this kind of platform to share with you all what we do. Check us out.
0: I hope you enjoy your current podcast. And then after that, skedaddle and come right over here to Sounds Like Autism and check us out.
2: now. Back to the show.
0: You're listening to Peace, Love, and Bring It Back with me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemet. You know, it's scary, you know, sitting across from somebody and trying to give them some advice. So how, how do you do that? You know, I mean, you know, you help people finding their existence. You know, not necessarily, yeah. uh, how, how something like that, how do you do something like that?
1: most people who are, who are coming to me already want these answers right. and then when we have the same uh, we have the same thing go on where the, i start telling them things about that no one else would know right. then yeah it's the validation you know, that yeah, always brings I, them in yeah it's the validation but i always <clears throat> i always try to tell them answers that will they bring me answers but i I have to interpret those answers in just a, in a human way for people. Some of those answers that I get are very blunt because that's the way spirit brings them. And then some people need them to be brought to them. Mm -hmm. very blunt as well, so that they will wake up and understand that they're, you know, we are all never alone, but uh, yeah. And that's what this lady uh, at this show did for me. Same thing. Uh, When when I walked in that room, she said, I said, you were staring at me. when I walked in the room, she said, she said, yeah, I, I didn't know you were showing up to the show, but she said, but I, I noticed you. I said, why? And she said, because I saw you the same way spirit sees you. And I said, what do you mean by that? And she said, when you when spirit sees you, they see your body frame, but they also see your light inside of you. That's your soul. Because because uh, the funny thing about ghost hunters is uh, they're all hunting something they're eventually going to become. I think that's kind of funny. But uh, <clears throat> but uh, they don't see that with you. And I said, what do you mean? She said, the only thing I see is a super white light. You look like a light bulb. And I was like, what's that supposed to mean? She said, well, I know you see a lot of spirit. And I said, yeah, I see so many. It's like being in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves and more people just keep coming in. It just, it never stops. And uh, and she said, yeah. She said, there re- there's a reason for that. And I said, why? She said, because they're coming to you because they believe that you're the light into heaven. That's why you have so many around you. It's like a moth with a flame. They're just coming to you. And I said, What's that supposed to mean? She said, it means exactly that. And I said, I'm, I'm lost. What do you mean by that? She said, you're the light into heaven. I said, excuse me? She yeah, said, you're,
0: you're, you're the path that they, they're attracted to. I mean, yeah, spirit, 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 is, spirit is attracted to love and compassion. And and, yeah, and once you also, learn that.
1: It's also the light as well. So when, so when I said, when you pass away and you see a light, Everyone gets a personal light, but there's also one existing light that, that shines all the time in this physical world, not just within physical people, but the uh, the spirit who used to be within physical bodies, the ones yeah. who have remained here as earth down spirit, they see this light and that light belongs to one particular soul. And it has to be in a physical body for two reasons. One, to be here to shine all the time. And they also hear my voice all the time because with regular people, they can tune out your voice. They always, they always hear my voice. No matter if I'm just right. talking gibberish, they hear my voice. It's a beacon for them to come to, to know if once they get to that light, then they can go home at any time. Because they can go home at any time. They just don't know that. But that's why they come to me. And then what my job is to do at that point is to physically cross them over, talk them through it. And if they have questions, they ask me questions. I get answers from archangels. They give me the answers. And then I tell them the answers. And then I walk them through. And I and I tell them where to go. And when they go, uh, big flashes of light go off around me all the time. So when I say that I'm crossing them over into the light. I'm the light. That's what I'm exactly what I mean. I am the light into heaven. My soul keeps returning over and over and over again. My soul has been here over 23,000 times it never goes home. uh, Except for this time, it's the last time. uh, Because this place is coming to an end eventually, not very anytime soon. But in their time, took terms pretty soon. Uh, but uh, but that's okay. Things will just start in another place. But yeah, they just come to me. and I, But a lot of them, like I said, they don't want to cross over. And I talk to them. I ask them, why don't you want to cross over? Well, oh, because I can do whatever I want here. There's no rules here. They can do whatever they want. And they can. If they want to come through here and and push you and trip you and, and antagonize you, they're allowed to because they're still... In order to stay, when you're staying there, you're still holding on to your pain, anger, sorrow, grief, everything, you are human. They still feel as though they are human because they, they are. When you pass away, even when you cross over into the light, you are still you. The soul that's inside of you now does not look like you. It looks like you the last time you were here. It's the, it's the other version. So that's why I tell people, don't mess with 23andMe or Ancestry.com because the guy you're looking up from 100 years ago that looks similarly like you was you. That's all. <laughs> It's just people don't get that. Oh, I said don't waste your money. Dude. They're just it's a money-making business. That's all it is, because that's everything's all about making money and power and control. So uh, yeah, you got you have, but like we were talking about, you have the, the the choice to to change yourself, to 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 better yourself. You don't have to be a miserable person, you can be a good person if you want to, but you have to just want to do it, just so like crossing over, you have to wanna go. And these ones have a have an ability. To also go if they want to go but they have to be able to let go of all that other mess they learned here a lot of them just don't want to so uh yeah i mean you're never going to hear anybody claim to be the light into heaven because they can't because it's just me and it is no one else Every anyone who comes through in the world is being born comes through this portal me if they're coming going home to to uh leave this body and go home they're coming through me any, anyone who just comes back to visit comes through me. It's just, I don't have any control over it. It's just who I am. And and I, I see it all the time. If I concentrate too much on it, if I just stare into nothingness then I see these clouds going, it's just people. They're just crossing over. It's been caught on um, <clears throat> so many podcasts I've done where people were, were like, so when you said earlier, oh, you're, you're, you just went, uh, your camera just went, uh, you're fuzzy yep that was the reason being is because somebody just crossed over and it went right th- in front of the camera and made me go blurry huh. that's why okay yeah and for the, <laughs> for, for the people who
0: who we, we were uh just to explain to everybody, uh, we were talking for a little while before we started the recording, and I said, Oh your, your camera just went blurry for a little while I said you know and it it stayed like that, and he goes i'll tell you why and we'll wait till the show, so this is the explanation now. uh <laughs> That, uh, and it was he didn't move differently he was we were just talking just like this and uh, it got fuzzy and blurry. he said just wait a second uh, yeah. so it was, it was interesting
1: <laughs> okay so yeah it just, it just happens all the time but it's got, now, so again, you get used to
0: it yeah so um so i guess that becomes like the white noise uh, that sometimes we ha- we have in our lives is it, you know because yeah. it happens so often for you now is there anything that you can see? I mean like so with me, do you see anything uh, you know being connected? Is that something that you can
1: I'm um, so I'm just looking at your background. I'm looking at the yellow part and I gotta close my eyes real quick because where's that? I gotta ask him this question. Is that for me? No. No, that's not for me. Is that for him? Is that that a spirit animal? As I'm asking you questions, and i asking questions, I'm being touched right now. Okay, yeah. And then they're telling me what's going on. Uh, um, What's that, though? Just the same thing. Well, I not the same thing. So I see two different things. <clears throat> I see actual uh I see a wolf here that but that's your just that's just your spirit animal. But there's a dog here as well who's actually laying down next to you in front of you. All
0: right, that's awesome. Uh the the, the really interesting part um I I'm I'm trying to roll out a, a community called Lone Wolf Squadron and I so I, I'm I and I know we didn't speak about that. Uh and, no, we did not, and and you just went fuzzy again. So I'm just, you know, uh, you know. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's
1: all good. Hey, then, guys, knock it off. then,
0: then what's funny is I, I got a dog in uh, November, uh, and the her her actions are one of my other older dogs. Uh, every now and then I'll I'll you know I'll, I'll say Brooklyn, I know Max is here. Just leave me alone. Uh, I, you know, uh, and Max is here. Yep, yeah, and uh, you know. Uh, it's just one of those things. That's why I'm not scared of, you know, the the energies and and things like that. Uh, Your
1: animals can pick up on them. They can see. They see everything that I see, and that they when if they see a, a pet that's with you, that pet can actually communicate with that animal, and that's why you know they do the same thing because that animal is telling, "Hey, Dad likes this. You should do that with Dad." <laughs> Very simple, yeah. But we, and it's very simple. I say it's very simple because <clears throat> because I just know it. Uh, but uh, we don't all know these things because we haven't been taught these things because we've been taught to, to think that spirits are all demons and devils and all this stuff when they're actually not. There are negative ones there. I had some guy who was on a show the other night and he asked me, was there one particular spirit that was more that was more scary than the other ones? No, they're all. The negative ones are just all negative. No one more one is more scary than another one. They're all just negative, just like we are. You have positive people here. You have negative people here. You know, it's just how you perceive them. If you perceive them as being more scary, that's up to you. But not me. You know, I just know they're all negative energies. But uh, yeah, all, all animals, my cats, I had I have nine. Now we had 10. One of them didn't fare very well with the trip and passed away about a week ago. Uh Sorry. But uh, I've seen him. I've seen him three times since. So, so, uh, so he's, he's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's absolutely fine. But uh, but I miss him. But he's fine. But uh, but yeah, I, we were sitting in the kitchen one time, and and or in the living room, and the cats walked out to the to the kitchen. Were staring up in the kitchen, and my wife says, "What are they looking at?" I said, "I don't know. Let me go take a look." I go out and I go, "Oh, darkener." said, so there's there's three cats up. A spirit cat sitting up on top of the counter up here they're looking at that and then i was looking at them and i saw one of the cats in spirit move and walk away and i saw all three of my cats who are standing there go like this <laughs> Watch so i know they were watching it and i said ah they're just watching spirit cat but yeah because wherever i go i like i tell people all the time do you want your house to be haunted invite me in it will be in 10 minutes because <laughs> everywhere i go they are but everywhere everyone goes. They are because they are just they just are they just they just be they are whenever you wake up in the morning and you do your daily routine and should shower and shave and and uh, go to work and do your job and maybe not do your job because not everybody does because they're lazy. And then you come home from work and you have uh, uh, some bread or some dinner and you sit with your wife and watch TV and you go to sleep and do it all over again. Spirits around you 24-7. They watch everything we do, but they don't care what we do because they don't have to do it anymore. They don't sleep. They don't eat. They don't breathe. They don't do none of that stuff. But they are around. They are around. You don't have to go to a specific haunted house. Some are more haunted than others because they're just more negative energies there, or more, or just more energies in that space. But spirit is everywhere. You can go to Walmart and find spirit. But the thing about that is, some spirit want to be seen. Most of them don't. Well,
0: are, are there ways then to kind of make sure? So, like I've always been told, selenite. That if you bring selenite around your house, it it, it doesn't necessarily. Uh, not allow negative energy in, but it, it it enhances. So do you do you do things and and some of the things that you do uh, to enhance to make sure that you, you you're around more positive energy than or, or um, no.
1: I, and I uh, reason I say not for me is because <clears throat> being the light uh, for to sh- to shine all the time. I have negative energies around me all the time because they believe that if they come up to me, they can extra- extract some of that energy that's coming off of me. Because negative energies need more energy to survive. But they need negative energy. But they see that light and they figure, oh, I can take some of that. So I have negative energies around me all the time. They don't go away unless I tell them to go away. <clears throat> or, this is the cool part, I tell them, look, just go away. Don't bother me. Because, you know, I'm not bothered by you. There's nothing you can do if we're going to influence more i work for dad you know so uh so that that's the way this is and if you don't go away i will have my friends mojo your butt out of here and they look at me like and they say what do you mean by that and they give me the dirty looks and stuff because they don't like me because they know what i do and they know what i am and i just say okay well if you don't want to go and i turn around and look at my ar- archangels because that's why the other reason they are there they protect me from every negative energy that is out there i can walk into any haunted house and nothing can touch me nothing because I have to be protected in order to cross spirit over. There's other reasons as well. but <clears throat> So, so, so I what are them, some
0: of the things that you do to protect yourself?
1: Uh, me, myself? Yep. Nothing. I, I don't have to do any grounding work. I don't have to do anything. I'm always protected all the time from everything. I never have to worry about it. But, and so when I see my buddies there, I go, hey, can you guys get rid of this thing? And it's it's crazy to see because I see it, but not everybody else can. I see these globs of white light just come out of nowhere and it, it attacks these things and goes and the and the things go like this, because oh, oh, it causes them, you know. And then and they're and I t- and I keep telling them, look at them, go. I told you to leave, and you didn't want to leave because, but they're not going to leave because they're in negative energies. That's what they do anyway. They just want to attack everybody. Is there and something that we could do?
0: The Is there something that we could do to protect ourselves?
1: Yes. There's only one thing you can really, now you can use uh, different type of uh, quartz, uh, you can do di- different type of, uh, of these uh, stones and stuff like that, that have natural energy in it, that are good for you to have, and absolutely do it, 100% do that. But the other big thing that's always going to work is positive energy. It's like having two magnets that just can't hold the same space negative and positive it just can't right. be in the same place so as long as you put positive energy out there now the one thing i will say that doesn't work <clears throat> is smudging don't bother with the smudging because you got to remember or at least try to know they are in a realm that they don't have a body anymore it means they don't have lungs they don't they don't breathe they can't smell so every time that you're burning that thing in your house the only thing you're doing at that point is setting off your fireworks it's not going to work <laughs> but what the intention with that smudging is to put positive energy out <clears throat> it gives you the the hope and and wanting to put positive energy out though so if you got to do that to put more positive energy out the smoke itself isn't going to do anything but because you're putting the intention that you're not going to bother me leave me alone i don't want you here this is a loving beautiful house and no one is into uh, uh, any of this negative energy that you They don't want to be around that. Negative energies do not want to be around that. And if you're always putting positive energy out there, they're not going to be, they're going to go find some other person who's a negative person because they are what I call energy vampires. They have to have negative energy. They will find someone who's being negative all the time. You know, the people who gossip about everything and all that stuff. And they will find them. They will attach themselves to them. They will also give them a little bit of negative energy so that they remain a negative energy. And then what happens is when it's time for them to pass away, they have an opportunity to cross over into the light if they want to, but a lot of them don't. They go, "Oh, I don't ha- I don't care about that place. I wa- I want to remain this and because I hate people." And then they remain here, and it turns into a vicious circle unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and I think that I, th- I think we all have to be careful of that <clears throat> that right? As you said, those vampires and-, and not in real sense, but that that vampire energy uh of that negativity and things like that. So it's the best way to do it is I've always said it takes a lot more energy to stay positive because negative energy really is just, you could just be negative. It's, it's easy to do that. It, oh, there's no work, yeah. there's, there's no work I, I involved in that, but it's that positive energy, and that positive energy definitely leads us to a better place as well as, you know, it might take a little more energy to do, and a little more energy right. to get there, but it's <clears throat> worth it.
1: You know, you see, people see it all the time every day. You walk into a store, say if you go to Walmart, you walk through the door. And you see somebody coming the other way and you can see them do this. They go "Mm," because they're they're physically going, oh, man, I don't want to make contact with somebody. I don't want to. They spend so much energy trying to be negative at that point. All you have to do is go, hello. And they go, oh, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then you could brighten up somebody's day just by doing that. But people spend so much time and energy just trying to avoid people. But again, like we talked about, we're all we have. Why are we trying to avoid each other?
0: And nobody gets out alive. I mean, that's really what it comes down nobody to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I you know.
1: my wife used to say that nobody gets out of this life alive. I said, "Yeah, we don't." You know, so let's just let's just try to get through it the best we can, you know. But it's, it's
0: so now. Now, one of the, the conversations that that we had uh, the other day was the link between spirits and UFOs. Uh, yeah, I, what I, do you want to know, man? <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I you know, I, I I know most of us think there is are two separate pieces of life or maybe not. Uh, So how do you link them together?
1: Because that's what they are, because that's what angels are. They're just beings of a higher consciousness, but those ones are different from just regular, uh, what we would consider aliens. Uh, They're just beings of a higher consciousness that no longer need a body anymore, but they are what you would consider to be aliens. They look like aliens. And why do they look like aliens? Because they look alien to us. That's all. They just look different you know but uh uh we have aliens all over this all over this world because they're just alien. because they're we call them illegal aliens or they're just they're just alien to us they look different to us that's all but that's what all these spirits look like these these archangels are uh, but uh yes they are these uh because we did not come from uh adam and eve nor did we come from adam and steve mm-hmm. uh whatever your pre- preferences uh We came from them. That's why they keep coming here to check up on us. That's why they're actually still here. Uh, But they keep coming back to check on us to see how our progress is, because they don't want to see us kill each other either. That's why we've never had nuclear war, because they won't allow it. We've had war, and sometimes we uh, unfortunately have to fight things out. But the only people you're fighting it out for is the governments who cause these wars. You know, it's, it's not the it's not the average Joe. It's the government people, and uh, so uh, and you're fighting a war for them. What what, what kind of what? Yeah, you know, I yep. don't I don't get that. They're they're so proud that they fought in this war, because the president or this guy made a decision that he didn't like this country anymore. And now you're going to do it, just do it for that reason? No. So uh, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, yeah, they come here to check on us, and they want to. They're always going to continue with our progress. Um, we all we all thought that the the. Uh, full disclosure was going to come because uh, they decided to say, there's actually UFOs out there, but uh, they're not going to let the full disclosure come out if they can help it because that they, if full disclosure came out, it would take away all their power and control.
0: The, yeah.
1: yeah the, believe me, religion does not want the second coming of Jesus Christ. They don't want him to come back because, because he and God have nothing to do with religion. Religion was a group of people who decided to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live it and give them 10%. How did they know about 10% back then, Dave? How do you know? Because they were the kings and queens. That's who wrote the Bible. Not God and Jesus. And uh, so, yeah, uh, they don't want him to come back because he would take back all their power and their control. And then they wouldn't have any. They don't want that stuff to happen. And they don't want us to know what's actually going on in this world. They don't want us to know the, how much control and power we actually have over ourselves. Being able to talk to spirit, being able to talk to our own soul. They don't want us to know that, so they teach us the opposite, so we'll never know. And they've been teaching it to us for thousands of years, and that's why people, when they hear me talk, they go, "Well, that makes sense. How do, how come I didn't know that before?" Because they don't want you to know. That's what
0: well, they don't uh, you know, that's where the, some of the thinking goes into. I mean, even you said so. If you know, if it's always been told to us that heaven is, is heaven and and, and Hell or lose, you know, is exactly where it is. The two never meet. Then um, there's no battle, right? So you, you were
1: going to say Lucifer, right? <laughs> I was going to say
0: Lucifer. Yeah, I was that's going to say. Okay, because Luc- yeah. I
1: see Lucifer all the time, and, and he's not a devil. There's no such thing as a devil. There's no one there with horns and a tail uh, torturing anybody. Uh, I, there may be somebody there with ho- horns and a tail, but that's just that's because that's what they look like. Uh, but uh, yeah, th- I see him all the time. Uh, so when I say I have uh, spirit guides and they're touching my face all the time, one that touches me right here, Lucifer, not the devil, just an angel with a bad rap. That's all. (laughs) But in order to have control, in order to have power, they have to have a bad guy. They have to have a way to, to punish you and to enforce that punish and tell you because they want you to believe if you don't follow my way, if you don't do what I tell you to do, then you're going to go to this bad place. It's, 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 it's spiritual prison is what it is. But they they can't send you to spiritual prison. You know why? Because they've never been there themselves. Right, and
0: and that's part of that you know that the talk. I mean, we talk about multiple lives and things like that, and, and you know everybody goes, "Oh, those are crazy people." But then we also listen to people like Carl mm-hmm. Jung and, and uh, where he talks about astrology and the the planets and all the things that we've lived before. Uh, and if we yeah. don't correct it in the in the present, you're just going to go deal with it again. So, Right. Which, who wants to do ma- that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the, the reason why you should be growing and using your time here uh, as great as you can, because who wants to go through that again?
1: Nobody, but we do. I mean, did I ever tell you how many times you've been here?
0: You have not told me that.
1: Would you like to know?
0: I would like to know.
1: 27. 27, okay. You're on number 27, meaning... You've had 26 other moms and dads 26 other brothers and sisters 26 other astrological signs it really doesn't mean that you, it only affects your body not your soul because your soul has nothing to do with planets and stars uh, and uh, yeah you you've been here 20 you've actually and you actually have uh 27 other uh 26 other names as well uh but let me find something real quick um out of the 27 times 13 times you've been a man the other time you've been a woman you just come. You keep. You coming back into the world. With, into so about 50-50. <laughs> yeah, to, to learn a lesson, to learn different yep. lessons. Okay. Too. But 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 that's how I explain to people uh, uh, why is one person what we would call a straight individual, and why is one person gay? Because if that soul came back five or six times in a row as a woman, and the next time they come back as a man, as we know, you carry bits and pieces from each one of your soul, uh, your your body coming through, and it makes up your person personality makes up who you are if you come back six or seven times as a woman and then now the next time you come back you're a man of course you're going to have those feelings because as they tell me as i've see, i i can see into the earthbound realm i see them walking around all day long and i see the other as, as what we call heaven you're allowed to love anybody you want to there's no rules there's no there's no i see them all the time you know what they are doing over there they're making out. I see them all the time. They're, they look at me. They stare at me. I don't say nothing yet because I want to see what they're going to do. And they look at me and they look around. They look at each other go, what do you think? Okay. And then they start making out. I'm like, holy crap. There's one big giant spirit orgy going on and I'm not invited. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and they're doing that. That's when I talk to them say, hey, does anybody want to cross over? And they turn around and they all do this. <laughs> and I go, yeah, my name's Daniel. There's a voice coming from the light. Do you want to cross over? Some of them do. Some of them don't. But when they do, man, they just line up and boom, boom, boom. And there's flashes of light going everywhere. I was sitting with my sister one time and uh, we were talking in this low lit room and all of a sudden this big flash of light went poof, off in the room. She was like, oh, my God, what was that? I said, oh, it was just somebody jumping in. She's like, it's like lightning in the room. I was like, yeah. She said, what do you mean? Yeah. I said, yeah, it's just somebody jumping in. She's like, "Jumping? Oh, oh, you mean crossing over? Because she knows I have this yeah. and, and she has a little bit, but she's a very negative person. So, uh, I <clears throat> can't use it. So, uh, she says, wait, th-? so they're crossing over. I said, yeah, they're just crossing over. She says that happened all the time. I said, not all the time, just like that, but yeah, it happens. Flashes of light, or little things fly around and little puffs of uh, smoke going through my face all the time, but people see it. And she's like, how do you get used to that? And I use that same analogy. I said, well, you know, when mom and dad fed us green beans, now we like green beans. You get used to it. You just do But it just happens. But, uh, yeah, you
0: just. Well, but it's not just it. It doesn't just happen. You have to also accept it. So as you're telling us, yes, that you know, so you could fight it, you could have fought it, but you you accepted it because you saw that it, it it benefited you, not benefited you, but that it was fine that when you accepted it and, and gave up the 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 fighting piece of that. Yeah,
1: because when I got home from uh, from those that one medium. My wife said, uh, what are you going to do? I said, because the medium told me, she said, you got to make a decision. What what, are you going to move forward with this or not? And I said, "Uh," she said, I know you don't want to go away. I said, yeah, I don't. I said, it's part of my life. It's who I am. But uh," I said, if I could help somebody or help anybody, I mean, that's what I'll do. And she said, well, you have to have a talk. I said, with who? She said, God or the higher power, whatever you want to do. And I was like, I got to have a talk. She said, said, yeah, you have to talk to him because you have to accept it. You said, but it's, it's a different life. I said, but I wish you would have explained it a little bit more because <laughs> it's a different life. So, uh, so I did. I went home, talked to my wife about it. I went into the bedroom, turned the lights out, and I talked to God because why? Because I can, because anybody can if they want to. You don't have to go to a big building with 30 other people and go, Oh, let's praise God. No, nah, you know, you can talk to him anytime you want to because he's your father. That's why. So I had to talk to them and said, you know what, God, I will do whatever it is you want me to do. I will. If there's something you want me to do that's greater than me, then I'm all for it. Because if I can help people or if I can help these spirit, these souls who keep coming to me, I'll help them. I'll just do whatever you want me to do. Okay. so I said that. (laughs) I didn't know what it entailed. And so when I say so when I see those archangels around me. I see them all the time, these little things coming down, looks like little tentacles, and I feel these little cold touches all over my body. And have uh, you ever seen the movie Avatar? There's a guy in the movie who gets hurt, and he's in this little clear pod, and these machines are coming down and they're fixing them. are going, and they're fixing them. Well, that's what they're doing to me, but they're, what they're working on is my soul. And they're working on my soul so that I'm able to communicate with them better so I can get, because my thoughts are no longer mine. My thoughts are only like 20% me and like 80% them. It used to be a lot less and it's just building up to, to something else that's I'm changing because they're, they're, they are combining me with someone else who was once here. We all know who he is. So uh, uh, So they work on my soul. So I'm able to accept that as well because what I said I was going to accept is a lot bigger than I thought it was but because it's for <laughs> a higher purpose, a higher reason. I'm here to teach people. I'm here to show them the way. I'm, sh- I'm here to, to, to guide them to a better way of living, to understanding why we are actually here and what our purpose is. So when they're working on my soul, my soul is connected to the body, and that changes the inside of what's going on inside my body, as well as they tell me the, bo- the, the body is very fragile. And when they do that, I physically get ill, uh, like coming out of both ends ill. And it happens for a day or two, and then uh, for the next four or five days, it takes me a while to recuperate. It used to happen every two weeks. Now it happens like once every two months. Uh, but and that's something I had to learn to accept as well. And could you accept that? Could you accept walking around and all of a sudden you just start getting violently ill? And nobody wants to get. Nobody likes to throw up. But I know it's a part of that. Well, I guess that's and part it's of important. learning, part of the
0: process, and and accepting yes. part, that everything's part of a process, depending on yes. your role in that process, and that's that, that's and, the really important and accepting
1: part. Accepting your role, yes, yep. accepting your role and what you do, and I've accepted. I, what, it's what, more what
0: ex, more than acceptance. It's more receiving the messages, because that's what it sounds like you're doing, and that's yes. the message that everybody else, you know, listen to the things that we need to listen to, uh, much like that phone call. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know. <laughs> Do you need to take it? Uh, no. <laughs> okay.
1: So uh, yeah, no. Because no, it's important. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: it's it's all about receiving the messages that we need yeah. to to receive, and that's what being a medium is is receiving the messages. You know, that's why a lot of mediums that I I know and who I've you know have conversations with, they don't remember what they say. You know, so, no, so once, when, once you leave, you know, like once you and I leave this conversation, you'll have a vague recollection that we spoke. But what we specifically spoke about, you might not uh, recall.
1: Absolutely. When I do a reading for someone, I always tell them if you want to record it with your phone or if you want to bring a pad and pen, paper uh, pencil to write things down. That's a good thing to do because I do so many readings. The messages come in. It is a not just a, a guided message, but is it's a channeled message that's coming in. And I'm not really always going to remember all of it. Uh, I remember bits and pieces of it. <clears throat> I remember I did a reading one time for a lady. Dave is funny. Uh, she came to see me in, in, a, in a place called Ocean City, Maryland. And she said, uh, she said so uh, what do I do? I said, just ask questions. What do you want? She said, well, I want to uh, start a business. And I said, no. And she said, what do you mean, no? I said, don't start the business. She, she said, why? I said, well, because you're going to start the business if you do. And then you're going to get a partner, which I know you don't want to do. And, uh, because that partner is going to bring in money because you don't have enough money to do this. And, uh, she said, yeah, I don't want to get a partner. I said, yeah, I know you don't want to get a partner, but you're going to get a partner. If you do this. And I said, then he's going to want a quick return with his money. And then if you, and if he doesn't get it, he's going to bail out. And then you're going to be screwed. And she said, okay. So then she left, she got done and she, I didn't see her. And she, I saw her a year later and, uh, At this other place, and she says, "You remember me?" I said, "Lady, I do a lot of readings." (laughs) I said. She said, "I wanted to open a business." I said, "Oh yeah, I do. You wanted to open a business right here across the street from this building?" She said, "Yeah." How did you know that? I said, "Well, because you're you're talking to the media. And I said, "Uh, "So uh, I said I told you not to open the business because you're going to get a partner, and and you didn't want to get a partner, and it was going to cause a bunch of money problems and all that stuff." I said. So what'd you do? She said, I opened a business. I said, how did that go? She said, I closed it three months later. I said, why? She said, well, because I got the partner that you said I wasn't, I was going to get that I didn't want. And uh, he did want a quicker return on his money and he didn't get his money. She said, now I owe him $10,000. I said, awesome. That means you didn't listen to a damn thing that I told you, did you? She said, no. I said, good. Are you going to listen to me now? <laughs> and she, so then, but here's the kicker. This is what some people do. She sat across from me and she said, "My daughter's about to have a child. What's it going to be?" I said, "It's going to be a boy." She said, "Okay. Uh, is it going to be any issues?" I said, "Yes. There's going to be some issues with the birth and uh, in, in the manner of the child, the way the child comes out, and the child, the child's going to have some breathing issues and uh, some real bad earaches for a while, and they're going to have to put tubes in the ear. Uh, but it's not good, But they're going to work that out and uh, within three or four years. And right after I got done that, she said, "Yeah, that's what the other three mediums told me." <laughs> and I said, excuse me? She said, that's what the other three. I said, why are you coming to me? If you want the three other mediums, I'm not going to undermine another medium. If they gave you the same answers that I'm giving you, why didn't you take that validation? I can understand after the first one, but a second one, and now a third one, and now a fourth one, you want... I said, your problem, lady, is you don't listen. You don't like the truth. You just want your own truth and not the right. actual
0: truth. And that's the biggest yeah. challenge is that most people just want to hear uh, the truth that they want to hear and they're, they're going to shop around. Now, I've yeah. taken a lot of your time, and, and we're going to uh, end the episode, uh, but are there any sort of gems that you'd like to leave with uh, the audience, uh, you know, guidance or, or anything? And, and I don't mean spiritual guidance. Just you know, how, do we, how can we trust or, or anything else that you might want to share with us?
1: My thing is, I always tell people, don't judge anybody else. When you see somebody standing in front of you before you judge them, take a look at yourself, do a self inventory and think about all the crap you've gone through in your life and just look at that person and go, I bet they've gone through some crap, too, and then bite your tongue and walk away. Because we're all created equal. We all come from the same place. We all come from God, from a part of him which makes our soul a divine soul. You know, no one does anything wrong, you know. Jesus was our brother. He's not just uh, some special guy. We're all that special. And we all have to believe that we're all that special as well. Have faith in it. Trust it. Have faith in it. Because, you know, he has faith in you. Why shouldn't you have faith in yourself? But yes, don't judge anybody else. Because they're just like you. They've gone through some crap in their lives, too. We don't need to judge each other. We need to work together with each other because, like you and I have said, we're all in this together. We are. Why aren't we doing that? Why are we? Because the the world taught you to judge everyone else. The world taught you that you shouldn't have faith or trust in yourself. The world taught you to have low self-esteem because they want you to come back and rely on them for everything. You don't need to rely on them for anything. You can take care of yourself. If you're having depressive thoughts, you can choose to just not have them. That's all. It's that simple. A doctor is not going to, he may give you a pill, but he's also going to do the other thing. He's just going to talk you out of it. So if he can talk you out of it, why can't you talk yourself out of it? That's all. It's pretty simple. Take care of yourself, but have faith. Like I said, you know, life is not meant to be easy. If life was meant to be easy, what would be the point of living? You're not given everything because if you were given everything, you wouldn't appreciate it. We have to work towards things, but we can do this and we can work together. We don't have to where no one is alone. Look outside. Everyone who's here right now, they didn't fulfill their purpose either. They've all been to heaven. They all had to come back, just like you. So let's get it, let's get it right together. Let's figure this out together and help each other. Because like I said, we all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon. We better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other. And that's if we don't work together, that's what's going to happen, and they don't want that. For no, us. and that's
0: exactly it is. You know, that's what I they always talk about, and, and that's how we'll end the episode. I think that's perfect. Thank you so much, because uh, you know it's all about the peace and love, bringing the peace and love. Absolutely. If we're all if we're all into it together and bring our peace and love, then the bat is just knowing where those boundaries are, and right. when we swing that bat, just make sure it's a sweet spot, and you hit that home run <laughs> and get home all, all the way home. Thanks a lot, I Dan. Uh, I My appreciate it. Sweet
1: spot. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, love, and bring a bat is brought to you by Launchpad Five One Six Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither, and licensed through Storyblocks. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, love, and bring a bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at Davidshimetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just a chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries. reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste.